it's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Here we go, here we go, coming to you live from the greatest country in the world, broadcasting from the tippy top of the world-famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, a man who did not start an impeachment motion against Joe Biden yesterday. No, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy did, and the Democrats are going crazy. Oh, you don't have any evidence. What's the big idea? Democrats are so full of crap. They really are. We will discuss it. In a high-flying, death-defying episode of this show featuring not only myself, but Katie Pavlich, Fox News contributor general in the Fail of Fashion Army. We will also be talking to Greg Murphy, who is, of course, a man who practices medicine, serves in Congress, and weighs in on Dr. Anthony Fauci's push for more masks. Fauci's just pulling stuff out of his butt. 888 788-9910 if you want a piece of this action, action that has no ideological cost of admission. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what color you are. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how dumb you are. No, man. It's Fox Across America. You'd be a Republican. You could be a Democrat. You'd be an independent. You'd be a libertarian. You could identify as a chihuahua. We don't... We don't care. Be a Republican, be a Democrat. All we ever, ever, ever ask is that you don't be a There you go. So happy Wednesday, everybody. Champs and I'm a bag of cats right now. I was coming from a photo shoot um, for uh, a book that's coming out. Uh, They might have even moved up the launch date. Uh, We're working that out in the process. But because I tell you guys way more than you're supposed to know, uh, I will go along and say that the photo shoot for my book today which involved me sucking it in for an hour in front of a camera. I got to tell you, man, it was... You're killing yourself the way you eat. Y'all fat f- look at you. <laughs> it was a rowdy one, uh, but we got it done. We're in good spirits. We're in a chipper mood, okay? But I've got to tell you, as it pertains to this impeachment thing, like, come on, man. Is anybody else just, like, sick of pretending? And what I mean by pretending... Okay, is there's this thing going on in Washington right now where everybody, okay, is is just show acting. It's just performance art now in that they're feigning incredulity when things happen we should expect to happen. Like to give you an example, do you remember like a few weeks ago over the summer they found cocaine in the White House and we were like, hey – does this belong to the family? You know, because... Hunter's a dirtbag. And they were like, how dare you wonder if the family brought cocaine into the White House? Just because there's pictures of the kid doing cocaine all over the internet from his own laptop. Just because in order to get into the White House, you get sniffed by dogs, you go through detectors. There'd be no way to get cocaine into the White House unless you were somebody who didn't go through security. How dare you ask that very logical question? Like, for real, okay, if O.J. had a press secretary and she worked in the White House, she'd be telling you you were 
all out of line, assuming the Bronco chase had anything to do with him killing his wife. What do you want from this guy? Don't you ever want to just go for a cruise at 35 miles an hour with a gun to your head? Who hasn't been there on a Saturday night? You know what I mean? Time was. Your wife could turn up dead. You could put a gun to your head, drive down the highway with the whole LAPD following you up and down the 405, and nobody ever assumed you were somehow involved in the murder. It's all performance art. So what happens yesterday is McCarthy launches an impeachment inquiry, which, to be clear, okay, is not a full-on impeachment, nor did they take a vote, because there's a lot of Republicans in vulnerable swing districts that are more concerned about themselves than getting to the truth. This is politics as usual. Listen, guys, if Biden is corrupt, if you guys believe that they were illegally selling influence in our government, I don't care about the political ramifications. You're supposed to work for us. We're not supposed to sit around and go, hey, people who work for us that we send to Washington, I know we need the truth in order for our government to function properly. But seeing as you guys feel like it might hurt you, uh, you know, year and four, two months from now in an election and might dry up some of the lobbyist money between now and maybe you can sit this one out. That's how the country got into the mess that it did to begin with. Okay, the reason Donald Trump actually became a president in this country is because of exactly the type of stuff they're doing right now where politicians get on TV and say the right things, and behind closed doors, they don't care. That is correct. So this McCarthy impeachment, to be clear, is posturing. But the pretend reaction to like, oh my goodness, the Republicans, who would do such a thing with no evidence? You can't handle the truth. Folks, okay, no evidence is a fancy way of saying two government whistleblowers Thousands of bank records, millions of dollars, emails between the Bidens and their business partners, photos, phone records, text messages, Hunter's business partner testifying that Biden was the brand. Are you the big man, Joe? But, you know, aside from that, no evidence. Okay, this is performance art. It's theater. Okay, but I'm going to play you this. Because I want you to understand what's going on in politics. Like, I, I, you know, I shoot straight with you guys. I don't come from this world. I have no idea how the hell I wound up in it. It's a lot of fun. I'm having a great time. And the truth is, when you get on the air, okay, and you do one of these shows, if you're a halfway decent person, halfway decent, I did not, I did not say decent person. That's true. That is true. My pitch to you from word one is I am the most flawed human being you know. Uh, But I have no incentive to lie to you. I am not an activist. I am a talk show host. I'm not here to influence the way you vote. But I am here for the amount of time that I have this unique purview to tell you exactly what I see going on in news, in politics, behind closed doors. That's the issue. Okay. And what's going on right now, it's such like a performative stupidity. And the reason it works is it's the whole point of the damn show. I say it every day, man. I say, yo, 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 hey, ho, Democrat, you know, far-right Republican, moderate Republican, okay, libertarian, completely politically agnostic guy who just listens to the show because he assumes I'm eating Tide Pods. And the joke is on you. It's bath salts. But the point is, okay, I say to you every day, if you can objectively consume news, not through the lens of how will this help the Republicans, how will this hurt the Democrats— But how will this help us, the voter, regardless of what party we're in? 
control the government, get them to behave the way we want and do our bidding in Washington. Okay, if that's what this show could amount to, like we actually win. We've actually made such an overwhelmingly positive contribution to the political environment because everybody else is just, you know, selling agitation and anger and, you know, tune in to know why you're better than those people. Come on, Fox Across America is coming on, honey. Let's tune it on. Jimmy will tell you why we're better than those people. Okay. the truth is you're not going to feel better than anybody doing, you know, listening to this show. You're just going to feel like you're part of the solution and not part of the problem in the sense that we're not over here selling anger and having a dishonest, slanted conversation that favors one side. Okay, but the reason Biden got impeached and you need to know this. Okay, it's very important. Okay, is because this started in the run up to the 2020 election. Okay, Hunter Biden's laptop surfaced, and they were like, it's fake. It's Russian disinformation. (laughs) Then they were like, well, Joe, this laptop is out there. I know you're saying it's fake, but, you know, just for the sake of argument, have you ever talked to your son about business? Hell no, never talk. (laughs) And everybody in the media was like, um, that's it. They said it's fake. They said it didn't talk to his son. The media is a bunch of losers. But because politics is such a team sport now, we don't have a collective national conversation starting right then and there. Okay, the, the minute you find out the laptop is real, which the FBI has told us it is real, the director of national intelligence has told us it is real, every single paper, like the New York Times and Washington Post that said it was fake, the minute the election was over, they were like, yeah, by the way, it's real. That's why I don't read the newspaper, because it's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. And you understand the minute that happens, We're supposed to slam on the brakes and go, whoa, 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 whoa. You dudes lied. Now, why did you lie? What were you covering up? What are the ramifications? What was going on? Because here's a newsflash. If the laptop is real, which we know it is, means the emails are real, which we know we are, which means the bank records are real, which we know we are, which means the whistleblower testimony is real, which we know it is, which means the money was changing hands through Hunter to get to Joe because there'd be no other reason to give it to him. Oh, wow. That's why he's being impeached. It's the same reason why they arrest a guy for murder. They don't arrest him for murder because they have a video of him killing somebody. They arrest him for murder because he tells them a series of profound lies that they can ascertain are untrue. And they follow that staircase of lying into the other areas of his life and ultimately uncover evidence that leads to the murder. I think he's got a point. Okay, that's how every murder gets up. 99.9% of murders do not involve a video of the murder. Okay, so when the Democrats are sitting here right now like, why are they impeaching him? They don't have a video of Hunter handing Joe a bag of money. No. They just have over 150 suspicious activity reports filed by the Obama Treasury Department. They just have thousands of emails, photos, and text messages. They just have Hunter's own business partners and the White House admitting that Biden called into Hunter's business dealings on 22 different occasions. Now, the same Biden who said he never spoke to his son about his business once. You're a liar. But understand, never spoke to him about his business once, but happened to call into his meetings on speakerphone 22 times that we admit to. But with a straight face goes, nah, come on, dude. We were just talking about the weather. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. If you're solving a murder, at this point you go, yo, Sarge, we got our guy. We got our guy. Now, again, I don't know that he's going to be found guilty of this political murder. Okay, I don't know where it's going to go. 
But this pretend world that this is some debunked Russian, uh, you know, like the Russia witch hunt thing. This is puppet master Trump telling his minions what to do. I'll be clear. What McCarthy's doing is punk. Okay, they didn't take a vote. They didn't put all of their names on it. They just launched an inquiry so they can increase their subpoena power and look into it. But anybody who tells you there's no justification for doing so, okay, on a substantive level, is a circus clown. Okay, but to take it a step further, if you just wanted to sleep in the bed you made, Democrats impeached Donald Trump over what Biden was doing wrong in Ukraine. Okay, Donald Trump heard, as did everyone else, Joe Biden had threatened to withhold foreign aid from Ukraine. That's what he had heard. How did he hear it? Oh, really? Yeah, he heard it from Biden bragging about doing so. I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. No. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. So you understand that's Joe Biden flat out saying. Not I. They threatened to withhold the billion dollars we had owed Ukraine if they didn't do what I wanted them to do. Okay. That's why Trump was looking into Biden. It's because Biden himself admitted on tape to doing it. This is the biggest schmuck I've ever met. And when Trump looked into that, because the Democrats were concerned of what he might actually find, given the fact that we now know Hunter was employed by Burisma, a company that was negotiating with our government while his father was the sitting president, uh, vice president of the United States of America. That's not right. It's a quid pro quo. Hey, we're paying your kid while we negotiate with you for government money. That's why Hunter, with no background in energy, is getting $80,000 a month from Burisma, his own business partner testified as much. So you understand when Trump tried to look into him for that, the Democrats impeached Trump to throw it off the scent. That's all it was, was projection. Hey, we can't have him looking into this. There's real stuff going on. Okay, so they impeached Trump over nothing to block the lane. Okay, so when you turn around now and say, how dare you impeach Joe Biden, okay, over the fact that his son was selling influence in Ukraine, just because we impeached the last president to hide the fact that his son was selling influence in Ukraine, just because he's caught on a microphone bragging about withholding government aid so he can get his way in Ukraine, doesn't mean there's any evidence here. Come on, don't bullshit me. But that's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they're doing. So when there's an impeachment inquiry on Joe Biden, if it ultimately rises to the level of an impeachment, if they do uncover some type of criminal activity, it won't be going on because of political payback. It won't be going on because Trump's some type of you know puppet master. It'll be going on because Joe Biden is full of. Girls send Biden to bed early because he's really old and he's senile. He makes up so much crap, the country's worried. He's lying like it's going out of style. 
Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on Outkick.com forward slash watch. Well, this is really based on two things. Uh, It's based on the weakness of Kevin McCarthy's speakership, uh, the fact that he doesn't have the moral authority with his members, doesn't have control over his conference and is beholden to the most extreme elements who want an impeachment of Joe Biden, an impeachment without evidence. Uh, And second, this is again Kevin McCarthy doing the bidding of Donald Trump. Donald Trump wants to somehow dilute the stain of his impeachments. He wants to try to weaken Joe Biden going into the presidential election. So this is Kevin McCarthy doing what Donald Trump says once again. Uh, And I'll tell you what it's not. It's not impeachment based on high crimes or misdemeanors or any evidence of such things. Uh, This is an essentially evidence-free impeachment, uh, and it is purely politically motivated by McCarthy and and Donald Trump. Garbage like you just makes me sick. Seriously, Adam Schiff, I mean... Don't you have any respect for yourself? No, and we know that because this is the same Adam Schiff who told you he had definitive proof of Russian collusion that was beyond circumstantial when we know he didn't have it. All you have right now is a circumstantial case. Uh, Actually, no, Chuck. Uh, I I can tell you that the case is more than that. Uh, And I can't go into the particulars, but there is more than circumstantial evidence now. So, um, again, I think... So you have seen direct evidence of collusion? Uh, I don't want to go into specifics, but I will say that there is evidence that is not circumstantial uh, and uh, and is very much worthy of investigation. You are so full of s***. Okay, and he was willing to go on TV every night for three years and say that. Oh, no, it's beyond circumstantial. It's definitely worthy of investigation. There's a lot going on here, folks. Wrong. There was nothing. There was, they didn't even have Trump putting Russian dressing on a salad. They didn't even have him listening to, watching James Bond from Russia with love. Not even like Rocky Four at the White House where he beats the rut. Nothing. Okay. Yet there he was every night saying, oh, no, we got so much collusion. It's like, you know, the guy with the hot girlfriend who doesn't live around here. Hey, can we see the collusion? Nah, she's on a modeling shoot. Out of the gates and ready to go. Hey, it's Hutton with Row. Hot Mike is here on the Outkick Network. We've got your afternoon covered with the latest sports discussion, and it's available wherever you find your audio. Daily analysis and news. He is hot. I am Mike. Actually, my <laughs> name is Chad. His name is Jonathan. But you get the picture. We're going to bring it every single day. Whatever you want to call us, we'll respond to. We just want you to respond to what we're dishing out every day. And while you're here, we hope you subscribe to the podcast, like, subscribe, and share. There is zero evidence of any malfeasance on the part of 
President Joe Biden. There's been no evidence, and so they're using this word inquiry. There is no direct evidence, and they would be going forward with an impeachment inquiry based on lies. I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better, not go off on these chases and uh, witch hunts. MAGA Republicans have launched an illegitimate impeachment inquiry that is a kangaroo court fishing expedition and conspiracy theater rolled into one. Oh my God, really? Oh my gosh, you know, oh, it's devastating. <laughs> Ooh, don't do it, please don't do it. <laughs> the circus is back in town. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. That was John Fetterman actually making some breaking news there. Uh, just the fact that he spoke English. It's kind of a big deal. You don't get a lot of words out of Fetterman. And I am not, again, judging him. I'm not bashing him for his health condition. But he is a guy that, for all intents and purposes, okay, has made a mockery of the Senate. Okay, I understand you might be going through something. And, of course, there but for the grace of God go I. But if you looked at that picture yesterday, okay, the guy is wearing his pajamas in the Senate like, like, straight, guy's walking into the Senate in his PJs. What the hell is the world coming to? Okay, you put some clothes on the guy. Come on, man. It's embarrassing. But understand, okay, when you talk about the Democrats, okay, two things are in play here. And, and, and I'm, I'm telling you this because it matters and because I care, okay? They, they, every one of them, knows Biden is garbage. Come on, man. I'm going to play you a clip in a second. And when I say garbage, I just mean he's no longer politically viable. He's too old to run. 70% of people think the country's going in the wrong direction. 70% of his party thinks he's going in the wrong direction. Okay? That means he's dead. So why are the Democrats, impe- uh, you know, protecting him against this impeachment? Okay, why are they doing that, Jimbo? If they want Biden out of town, shouldn't they just let the process play itself out and run him out? In theory, you'd say yes. But unfortunately for the Democrats who are complicit in covering up the Hunter Biden laptop story, covering up the influence peddling scheme the Bidens were running through Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. And oh, by the way, you want me to believe this business wasn't corrupt, but they were funneling the money through 15 different businesses, none of which had an actual business, meaning wasn't carpet cleaning, wasn't auto repair. Okay, it wasn't like. You know, a strip club or hubba hubba. It was just 15 businesses with no declared purpose other than to have bank accounts with which you could move money through. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? They were selling influence. And the reason the Democrats don't want you uncovering that influence peddling operation, this matters. Okay, you understand. They uncover the influence peddling operation, Biden's toast. The Democrats, in theory, are happy if Biden goes away because they don't want him on the ticket. So there is an incentive for them. But the flip side of that, oh, man, are you ready for this, kiddos? Is that if they go through the whole impeachment process and they uncover all of the evidence and the public has an honest, good faith conversation about the evidence we have that show the Bidens were selling influence, that the media covered it up in the run-up to the 2020 election, all of that evidence makes Donald Trump stronger. (laughs) 
and that is, you understand, that is their worst nightmare. They need Biden to leave because he's old. Okay, that's what they need. They need the country to look around at Joe Biden wandering out in the middle of a ceremony, at Joe Biden announcing that he cured cancer or God save the queen or he's talking to a dead person who's no longer with us or he's shaking hands with an invisible person. They need the public to see that and go. That man belongs in a nursing home, not in the White House. It's like when Andrew Cuomo, my former governor, got me too, Hansy Andy Cuomo. Andy! Andy! They did not want him to get thrown out of office because he was committing elder side during COVID by forcing infected coronavirus patients to live in nursing homes. He was doing that. It's people with a dirty mind that think like that. Sure is, but in the name of political power, the media was giving him a free pass. They were building him up at every turn and going, ah, Cuomo, what a great leader. Why can't Trump be more like Cuomo? You know, we'd be doing a lot better with COVID if Trump was more like Cuomo. Okay, and that's what they were doing. Okay, they were praising him to the moon and back. New York's Andrew Cuomo has become an outspoken voice in this crisis with his blunt and sobering assessments. You were there for us. And I go, oh, he's smart and you were honest. You exposed a lot of your own vulnerabilities. A very buzzed about topic about you is your love life. You've been commended for your clear and your calm leadership. Congratulations, Andrew, on your much-deserved Founders Award. You and your brother Chris tied as the most desirable men in New York. Is it true that this was the swab that the nurse was actually using? In scale, this was the actual swab that was being used. That was going to be nice and sweet. I just want a yes-no. That was absolutely dreadful. Do you understand? Okay, that's the media building up Cuomo. That's his brother Chris Cuomo joking with him about big Q-tip sizes and mom liked you better and all that jazz. And why were they doing it? They were building up Cuomo as a means of tearing down Trump. Now, the entire montage you listened to took place after Cuomo had signed an executive order forcing nursing homes, the most vulnerable segment of the population to COVID, forcing them to take in infected coronavirus patients. And in the process of forcing them, he gave them legal and civil immunity. Now, listen to me. Okay, you do not give someone legal and civil immunity unless what you're asking them to do is illegal. Bingo. Everyone knows that. Everyone in the media knows that. Everyone in the Cuomo administration knows that. But it goes a step further. So we get this exploding rate of nursing home deaths in New York. And what does Cuomo do? His own top aide, Melissa DeRosa, testifies to the fact that they were falsifying the nursing home deaths because he wanted to write a self-congratulatory book about how he handled COVID. And he did. He wrote a book that summer when he was popular in the middle of the pandemic. Okay, this jackass, if you think of it as football, dumped the Gatorade on himself at halftime of a game he wasn't even winning. What an idiot. He's not an idiot. Okay, he's a clown. He's a grifter. Okay, but when Cuomo's own top aides flipped on him and said, by the way, you know, all those nursing home people he killed, he lied about that to pad his book advance. And yeah, a lot of people did die in nursing homes. He said it was 5,000. It turns out it was about 15. The media was looking out at that and being like, oh, they knew Cuomo needed to go, but they didn't want him to go for that because they were complicit in that. So they got Cuomo out of office on a trumped-up Me Too charge because, as it turns out, 
you know, one of the most buzzed things in the media was his love life. Turns out it was pretty buzzed about behind closed doors with the female staffers. You ever seen a grown man naked? And so there went Hansy Andy Cuomo. Andy! Andy! But not for the bad thing he did, for the other thing. You understand? Like, the bad thing Joe Biden did is not being old. The bad thing Joe Biden did was selling influence through his son. Correct the mundo. The media can't have him leave for selling influence through his son because it means they were complicit in covering up that scheme. And it means we have to openly admit as a planet that they did Donald Trump dirty. OK, they can't have that. So you understand the reason they're rumbling about the age thing. And God, you got to know this, man. It's fascinating. OK, I'm like, you know, Donnie Brasco, the guy who infiltrates the mafia and goes undercover. I am Jimmy Brasco. OK, from time to time, I get on the show and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I, I was at some high end media party last night. Well, that was crazy. I was the White House correspondence dinner. I'm working the red carpet. This is nuts. And I always tell you when I go there, okay, because I am an expert on human nature. I'm not an expert on politics. I did not go to school for this. Political science, nothing, okay? I know weird science, the movie, okay? (laughs) They create the hot chick and try to sleep with her. Oh, yes. I've read about that in the Bible. Okay, but understand, I watch human nature. I watch these people. I get to see how this works. And I always faithfully report back to them what I see. The Democratic Party Okay, their surrogates are not Democratic politicians. Their surrogates are the media themselves. Okay, most Democratic politicians can't make a good case. Okay, because some of them, you know, if knowledge is a fountain, uh, the fountain is dry in the case of, say, AOC. AOC is a dope. Okay, they're not going to put Nancy Pelosi on TV to make the case because she's in her late hundreds. She's a doddering fool. Nancy Pelosi is a total dingbat. Totally. But you don't see him trotting out Chuck Schumer unless it's the middle of the day and he's whining about Trump outside the Senate. Chuck Schumer is a clown. Totally. So what they do is they use the media as their surrogates. They, it's the mafia. Okay, the media are the hitmen for the Democratic Party. And they'll send a missive out to the media. Hey, hey, you got to go take care of that thing. You know that guy we talked about? We did all we could. Okay, that's where we are with Biden. The reason the media is amping up the he's too old. How old is he? The other day, Jill said, come upstairs and make love to me. And he said, I can't do both. Okay, that's what's going on right now. They're trying to whack him for his age. So we get him out of town. Before we get to the bottom of this impeachment thing, that's why they're screaming about the impeachment. They know there's evidence there. Obama's Treasury Department flagged their business dealings on 150 occasions. Obama, not Trump. Joe Biden was Barack Obama's vice president for eight years. I don't remember that ever happening. But it did. Okay, and Barack Obama's own Treasury Department on 155 occasions filed an SAS, a suspicious activity report. Okay, we have Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer, saying Joe Biden was the brand. This is how Hunter got money. We have Tony Bobolinsky, Hunter's other business partner, publicly putting his name on the fact that Biden was getting 10 percent of the money. We have two IRS whistleblowers who have come forward and testified under oath that the Bidens were selling influence in our government. They know that's evidence. Okay, they impeached Trump over actually nothing, over a story Hillary Clinton made up to create a counter-narrative to her private email server, and they knew it at the time they did it because we found that out in the Durham probe. That's just how white folks will do you. So they know they impeached Trump, they held him hostage over Russia for nothing. 
They know Biden is being impeached because it's very substantive. But they also know that as badly as they need Biden to go, they don't need him to go this way. Okay, it's Cuomo 2.0. They've got a guy who is a useful idiot. They desperately need to get rid of him. But they don't need to get rid of him for the bad stuff he did. They need to get rid of him for the bad stuff they did. Tell them like it is. Okay, and that's where we find ourselves. Here's Joe Scarborough telling you the truth. And this is a message everywhere. And I said this. I said, dude, I said this at the beginning of the week. I said they put a hit out on Biden. I said, how do I know that? Because they started to report on things that aren't new. When they said, well, you know, the, you look at these poll numbers. He's got a 39% approval rating. I mean, do you really run this guy? Oh, when you look at this approval, this, the, these poll numbers, uh, 70% of the country doesn't want to run again. You really run this guy? Oh, when you look at the poll numbers, 67% of Democrats think he's too old to serve right now. Do you really run this guy? Okay, they started reporting that last Friday. Okay, with no regard for the fact that those were the poll numbers for the previous two years. Ah, you have a good eye, my man. Those weren't new. Biden has been polling in the 30s since Afghanistan. Two thirds of the country thought we were headed in the wrong direction since September of 2021. Okay, 70 percent of the country has not won him to run again since about October of 2021. So when the Democrats suddenly start reporting that now as if it's new information, it's not new information. They've just gotten new permission from the DNC to start acknowledging reality. I'm telling you, that boy's a genius. Okay, Joe Biden being old is not new. He was the oldest president ever to sit in the Oval Office on the day he was sworn in. So this idea that we're suddenly having a conversation about his age is not a reflection on his age. It's a reflection on the people that are doing the reporting. When you're right, you're right. And you're Here's right. Joe Scarborough, clip 27. Everybody we talk to, every political discussion, all uh, it, it talks a lot about Trump. But when it comes to Joe Biden, people say, man, he's too old to run, isn't he? I mean, he's not going to he's not really going to run every discussion. When I say every discussion, I don't mean 99 percent of the discussions. Every discussion. We got it. I asked Reverend Al if he was hearing it all the time on our show this past week. He's hearing it as well. So, you know, we often will complain about Republicans who will say one thing about Donald Trump off the air and another on air. Well, let me just say Democrats off the air will say Joe Biden's too old. Why is he running? Mm. That was embarrassing. And why do I say it's embarrassing? Because Scarborough is reporting that. As if he's showing you, I'm a call it both ways kind of guy. And he's not calling it both ways, okay? Understand this. The conversations he just details, everybody says he's too old. They were saying that in the run-up to 2020. They were saying it in 2021. They were saying it in 2022. They were saying it in the run-up to the midterms. Okay, everyone was saying that. Him suddenly reporting this right now is reflective of nothing other than the fact that they now have permission to do it. That's all this is. But it gets on TV under the guise that, ah, look at Joe Scarborough calling balls and strikes over here tells it like he sees it okay he ain't telling it like he sees it on the impeachment i'll play that clip in a minute he ain't telling you like he sees it on the laptop or the irs whistleblower testimony or hunter biden business partner testimony no he can't have biden go down for the truth of what they all did around ukraine and burisma and trump and the impeachment he can't have him leave town for that Because if we acknowledge that as a populist, everyone in the Democratic Party is absolutely okay. because it does make Trump stronger. That's their worst nightmare. 
Oh, because what that also does is it exposes all of these other indictments as the political persecutions that they are. Okay, we know there's never been a president indicted in the history of this country. Trump's now been indicted on 91 different counts. That's like, you know, and, and that's like an episode of My Strange Addiction. We went from nothing to like, I just started and next thing I know I had 91 of them. This is crazy. I had never taken an indictment in 246 years. This is not who I am. I'm not a party guy. Next thing you know, I took the one. It was like, woo, you're always chasing that first indictment high. 91 indictments later, I need help. That's what went on. So you understand, okay, Trump is being railroaded, okay? And the people doing the railroading can't have you stand behind the magician, okay? But they lowered the threshold for impeachment so much that their little arcade game might just run out of quarters. You're listening to the hottest show in the country. Our country is in serious trouble. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. There it is, Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. The merch is on sale. You can get it at foxacrossamerica.com. I don't know that any of it fits me, but I'm sure a lot of it will fit you, and it's very nice. Michael joining us now in Shreveport. Yo, Michael. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, let me see if I put this puzzle together, okay? Mm-hmm. So you, uh, Fox Across America merch line, uh, you talked about that earlier in the week. Today you're talking about a photo shoot that you've taken. Are we about to see a Fox Across America calendar featuring Jimmy Fela in provocative poses just in time for Christmas? You are, not, you are not that lucky, girlfriend. You are not that lucky. But if, if you, but if, How about eating a rack of ribs? Oh! Oh, Michael, that's sexy. I'm telling you, I'm not going to start on OnlyFans. I'm going to start on OnlyFoods. It's just going to be me, macaroni and cheese. Don't laugh. You're the photographer, brother man. All right. Hey, look, real quick compliment. You, Even though this is radio, you have the most beautiful guests on the radio. All man. right, you, you pervert. Your- that's enough. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. I'm telling you, they're trying to whack them. Nobody believes me. I think they're starting to. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. The media has put out a hit on Joe Biden. Uh Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. We're going to discuss it with Katie Pavlich, who is, as guests on this show go, it doesn't get any better for me as the interviewer, as the host. We love Katie Pavlich, Fox News contributor, someone who... When you talk about calling balls and strikes, she is looking at the media reaction to this impeachment and saying, Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Stop it. They flat out threw it into the stands. 888-788-9910. If you want to agree, disagree, doesn't matter. You're all welcome. It is an audio safe space for cool people. Believe whatever the hell you want. Just believe it in a decent way, and we'll get along just fine. Only rule. We're not going to sit here. And listen to you, bad mouth, the United States of America. That's it, man. Okay, if you live here in this country, you hit the lottery. Okay, we're all behaving like a bunch of fat, screaming children. Because we're fighting over stuff that doesn't matter. Mom! I want to change that sports mascot! Who cares? It's a sports mascot. You think they're doing this in poor countries? Mom, I want a new gender! Like, that one blows my mind. I didn't have the courage to ask my parents... For new roller skates. I can't imagine asking them for a new 
Can't imagine. Mom! <laughs> I want a new... I, I can't imagine. I can't. But it's crazy, okay? But anyway, we're living in a wild time. And it's all performance art now, okay? All performance art. We're fighting so hard for control of this government. It's like children who want the toy and they don't want to share the toy. So they tug and they tug and they tug. That can't be good. It's not good because then they ultimately rip the toy in half. Yeah, now you got no toy. So what's going on right now in our politics? It's all performance art. It's so crazy that we've put politics ahead of people to the extent that we have. And I say this on the show every day. We know that politicians are in it for themselves. We know that their well-being is more important to them than ours. Okay, that's how you got people publicly saying defund the police on TV and then getting caught spending $300,000 on police for themselves. But even so, in the wake of all of that hypocrisy, standing their ground, because when push comes to shove, the truth is still the truth. Yes, they want police for them, just not for you. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets because we're trying to save lives. You're an idiot. I mean, just an absolute moron. Suck it up. Defund the police has to happen because we're trying to save lives. Are you stupid or something? Okay, defunding the police would save lives the way defunding the brakes would save your car. But because the dug-in narrative was defund the police... It was more important to fight to the death that you were right instead of acknowledging that not only were you wrong, but you were hypocritical because you were still holding on to them for yourselves. That's how we got into the gender fight we did. There are people with a straight face that are telling you men can have babies. That is a fact check false. And if you don't believe me, ask Mr. Rogers in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Only girls can be the mommies. Only boys can be the daddies. Yes, sir. But in the performance art that is modern politics in the digital age, where it's just a race to the top of Mount Clickmore, who can scream the loudest and fight the most vicious battle on behalf of what might be the most profoundly stupid point ultimately wins the day. That's what we're living in now. Okay, and that's why we find ourselves in this position when it comes to Biden and his leadership where Democrats are trying to slander the fact that he might be impeached. Okay, he, he absolutely positively should be investigated by every political party and the full resources of our government should be going into that. Why? Okay, because we know his family was selling influence. I don't know that we have a video of him getting handed a bag of cash because it seems like they were savvy enough to know the money shouldn't be moved that way. But I do know if his son has no background in an industry, none at all, never worked in it, and he's now making millions of dollars from that industry, okay, there has to be something going on for him to be getting that money. I got a bad feeling about this. If you've never worked in an industry, okay, think about that, okay? Never worked. I don't work in computer programming. I wouldn't know how to work in computer programming. The last time I had a problem with my iPad, I called up an Amish guy 
I was like, do you know how this, do you know how this works? But I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay. But let's just say like IBM pops up somewhere. Oh, they're around. Okay. And starts sending me millions of dollars. Okay. I must be connecting them to something that's not myself because I don't have any expertise in their business or any know-how on how to help them. So understand when Hunter Biden is in the Chateau Marmont doing so many drugs, he ultimately gets thrown out. Think about that. So many drugs, so many hookers. He gets thrown out of the hotel where Belushi overdosed. He gets thrown out of the hotel that was okay with Jim Morrison's behavior. But they're not okay with Hunter Biden's behavior. He gets thrown out of the hotel. Get him out of here. Get him out. And then we find out the Secret Service has to show up and pay for his his expenses because they don't want the story to become a big deal because he can't pay the receipt at the time. A person in that state of disarray, when they start randomly getting millions of dollars from a power company on the other side of the world, an industry they have no background in at all, but their father just so happens to be the vice president of the country they happen to be negotiating with, you damn sure better believe that's the reason that they're reaching out to the guy. It's believe me, they can get drugs in Ukraine. They can get hookers in Ukraine. They're not calling into Hunter for his own expertise. They're calling in for his father's influence. So that alone, okay, just the fact that we know he got the money, okay, we should want to know why. Okay, because the, the father is, of course, altering his entire foreign policy and most of our domestic policy to benefit the very country that has given him all this money. I'm not saying I'm pro-Putin. I'm not saying I want him to win. I'm not saying it's okay that he invaded Ukraine. But I am saying the fact that we're sending billions of dollars to this country unaudited, okay, a country that sent millions of dollars to this family— I got to be honest, looks a little weird. I think he's got a point. So everybody should want him looked into. Every single person, if you care about the country. If you are a, you know, performance artist, which is most of our politics, Republican and Democrats, be very clear. Okay, then yes, you have to act incredulous. You have to pretend this is unprecedented. This is unwarranted. You need it to go away. So what have they done? Okay, because they need it to go away, because if we look into the Biden dealings and we find out just how corrupt he was and we find out just how much was there to be found out, in the prior run-up to the 2020 election, but nobody looked into it. They buried the story. Journalism in this country is dead and buried. Then it really does make Trump stronger, and they can't have that. They can't. So you understand they have put a hit out on him over his age. Like, that's going on right now. I'm going to give you some clips, and again, you need to understand why this is happening, okay? They could have told you he was too old to run again, when he was saying things like this. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by, go, you know the, you know the thing. Okay, does that guy sound like he's uh, sharp as a tack? The answer would be no. Okay, how about this guy? You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with, uh, I don't know. Uh, Here's a Lincoln Fela joke. We've been playing on this show for three years. If you like Biden so much, name three of his complete sentences. Okay, my son said that on the air one day, and we isolated it. Because it's funny, because nobody can name three of his complete sentences, if we're being honest. I agree with that. You can't. Okay, so the fact that he's too old is not new news. It's not new news in the polls. That's at least three years old. 
polls thought he was too old. The polls said they didn't want him to run again. The fact that they're now acknowledging they don't want him to run again is because there's been a hit put out when even the media is doing it. Here is CNN. CNN of all places. CNN is the worst. But here they are confronting the White House suddenly, out of the blue, on Biden's age. Clip 28. The columnist who wrote a piece today asking for the president not to sit, seek re-election, David Ignatius, is well-respected within the building behind you. Uh, what's your response to that idea? It's not just about the president. It's also about the vice president, who you worked for in the 2020 uh, campaign. Yeah, well, I'm governed by the Hatch Act, and I want to be really careful. But obviously, the president has announced he's running for re-election, uh, and, and the president is going to make his case to the American people. Uh, and I'll refer you to the campaign for any sort of campaign questions. But this president has a lot to be proud of and a lot to run on. He's delivered some of the most consequential achievements and economic progress in generations with the Inflation Reduction Act, the infrastructure bill, the CHIPS bill, which is opening new factories and creating new manufacturing jobs around the country. That's what he's going to be talking about versus these sort of political sideshows that congressional Republicans are starting to launch into right now. Any expectation he'll weigh in on this specifically anytime soon? Uh, Well, you know, the president can speak for himself. I will say I think he's going to stay focused on what the American people want him to focus on, which is helping to improve them, their lives, their families, not these sort of political attacks on him and his family. It's nothing more than white noise coming from the White House. You understand? They're just going to focus on records. That's CNN flat out being like, dude, he's too old. You want to know what else happened today? The Washington Post. The Washington Post published an op-ed saying Biden's too old to run again for election. We have a president that is clearly not all there. The Washington Post. Now, to be clear, the American people didn't want him running again a year ago. They said he was too old. It was over two-thirds. So the fact that they're taking this old information and reporting it as new means the memo. Hey, remember that thing we talked about? Take care of it. Come on, man. They're not coming on. Okay, you understand. They know he needs to go, and he needs to go not because of corruption. They they, they hate this impeachment because they don't want to uncover it because it would make Trump stronger. If we find out definitively that they impeached Trump to cover up Biden wrongdoing, okay, that makes Trump stronger, okay? That will get, I'm not saying the whole world's going to go, ah, oh, it turns out we did Trump dirty. We're all going to vote for him. Never going to happen. Ever, ever, ever. People hate him too much. But he only needs to peel off 1% or 2% of the black vote more than he already has. He only needs to pull off 1% or 2% of the independent vote that he already has. Only needs to pull off 1% or 2% of the Democratic vote than he already has, at which point he's going to be the president again. Okay, they can't have that. So they need Biden to go away for being old. They need the impeachment to fizzle. And then they need to nominate someone who knows what they're doing because Joe Biden doesn't know what he's doing. Okay, Joe Biden is literally falling all over the place. He's now taking the lower stairs on Air Force One, not the big stairs because he falls all the time on the way up. Okay, and they started to Billy Madison him before the hit was put out. Do you understand when he was falling the University of Boulder, Colorado, after a commencement speech, what did, the t- what did they get on TV and do? Remember in Billy Madison when a little kid pees his pants and Adam Sandler doesn't want him to make him feel bad, so he pees his pants too? He goes, oh, you peed your pants? Peeing your pants is cool. I pee my pants all the time. And it's sweet because it's Adam Sandler and it's funny and he's trying to make the little kid not feel bad for himself. But the media does that for Biden up until about a minute ago. Ah, oh, he... 
wandered out of a ceremony halfway through. I do that all the time. I fell on the way up the Air Force. I do that all the time. Oh, he didn't know how to stop a bicycle and fell. I did it all the time. He fell at the University of Boulder, Colorado. Come on, falling's cool. I do it all the time. Never mind that they wanted to put Trump into a home because he walked slowly down a ramp. Biden was literally falling all over himself. And the media was like, no, this is fine. Come on, what are you doing? You guys are so stupid. These Republicans, a bunch of hate mongers. White supremacists, that's who talks about falling, I'll tell you. It's the patriarchy. All the identity politics garbage. But you understand they covered for Biden, like Andrew Cuomo, all the time until they didn't. And that's Joe Biden's last fall. He'll fall right off the ticket. He's an old guy Has dementia Can't lead us And the country is screwed Tell some big lies Barely speaks English Sniffs children And their mom's hair too Goes the wrong way When he leaves his speeches Gets lost each day In the White House yard All the Dems say That we should re-elect him How can he run When walking is hard And Joe keeps Don't go anywhere. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We'll be right back. It is Fox Across America. Jimmy Fallon. Reachable to you, the listener, at 888-788-9910. If you want merch from this show, I am so blown away that there is merch from this show. But if you go to foxacrossamerica.com, which is where you'd get the podcast version of the show, you can watch all my TV hits. You could also get the merch. And if you use code JIMMY10, you get 10% off. Who loves you, pal? Not me. Like, I think you're all right. I think these people really love you, though. They're, that's commitment. Give you that kind of deal. Something I wanted to play before Katie Pavlich comes on, okay, is we gave on 9-11, on 9-11, we negotiated a deal with Iran that gave them $6 billion, the biggest state sponsor of terrorism in the world. That's stupid. Use your common sense. We did it on 9-11. We will never forget to send a Venmo. I'm like, wait, what? Iran, biggest state sponsor of terrorism in the world. The beneficiary of $50 billion under the Barack Obama nuclear deal. I don't see you doing any better in the booty department. Well, Biden freed basically paid a ransom for five American citizens in exchange for five Iranian citizens plus $6 billion. Now, the guys, as far as the White House was concerned, is they were only going to spend it on humanitarian causes. Iran, the people who chant death to America all day and vow to blow Israel off the map, they're humanitarians at heart. Well, they made the White House a promise that they would only spend it on humanitarian things, like food and shelter for their citizens. Here's Iran, their president, saying we'll do whatever the hell we want. Clip 23. 
Do you believe you have the right to use that money in any way that you see fit? This money belongs to the Islamic Republic of Iran, and naturally, we will decide, the Islamic Republic of Iran will decide to, to spend it wherever uh, we need it. Did you hear that? This money belongs to Iran, Islamic Republic. We'll decide to spend it wherever we need it. We really are being laughed at and scoffed at throughout the world. They just... They're not respecting our country the way they used to. We gave them the money on Monday. Hey, you can only use this for food and shelter. On Tuesday, they're like, do whatever we want. Shut up. Thanks for the money. This isn't the first time we did that. And they're not the only country that forms an opinion in the aftermath. And that's the problem right now when you look out at the world. Everybody feels the same way. We have people in Washington that don't know what they're doing. It is Fox Across America, your main man, Jimmy Fallon, fired up to talk to this next guest. Multimedia superstar, Fox News contributor. I always say she's a, a general in the Fallon Fashion Army. I'm actually wearing camouflage if you're watching Fox Nation right now. Katie Pavlich is here. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Everyone knows you can't wear camo on TV. No one can see you, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, it's for the best. They want to decide. They want to disguise my body. The less of it, the better. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, if you could just sit Camo's behind a plant. the only good print. Yeah. Camo's the only good print on a, that kind of body, I yeah, guess. It's all I'm allowed to wear, as a matter of fact. <laughs> like, they, <laughs> they, they asked me to sit behind a giant potted plant the other day on Outnumbered. They're like, no, no, you just you sit behind this plant. It'll be better. Um, I'm laughing, KP. I'm in, I'm in camo because I actually had a weird fo- photo shoot that I had to do with stand-up, and I just took it right to the studio. That's how I roll. Nice, nice. You know, Wait, like sometimes, I have a question real quickly yeah. about the camo. Oh. Is camo a color or a pattern? I see it as a pattern. What do you see it as? I, it's, I think it's a pattern, but there's a, lo- a big debate about it. I know. Remember when they did that thing with the dress? They're like, it's white and gold mm-hmm. or it's black and blue? And I was mm-hmm. like, no, it's actually a waste of time is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yep. man, it was it was a more innocent time going on in the world. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was a more innocent time. Like when you think about this, I always talk about like quality of life things and you can tell what the quality of life is in your country based on what you're fighting over. OK, mm-hmm. we did spend two years fighting over a pretend Russian collusion narrative that the people pushing knew was pretend at the time they pushed it. And we indulged that in the media. And we had the luxury of for two years of being like, no, nah, no, nah, Trump's a Russian. And we kind of all knew it wasn't true. They knew it wasn't true. Every anonymously sourced bombshell that was leaked wasn't true. Now we're fighting over things of substance, and they're trying to pretend that this is the superficial pursuit. Like, I don't know where an impeachment on Joe Biden goes, but there's certainly sufficient evidence to be concerned about what Joe Biden is doing, No. Well, in the White House today, is it's just in spectacular fashion, so shameless. They mm-hmm. sent out this memo to the media basically berating them for daring to cover the evidence that they say doesn't exist <laughs> uh, and saying that the real story here is the Republicans and them overstepping their bounds when it comes to this issue, and they should refocus their energy on – Republicans rather than on, you know, the fact that Joe Biden lied to the American people about never speaking to Hunter Biden about this. The Mm -hmm. fact that it then shifted the narrative recently to Biden was never, quote, in business with his son. 
And now we're seeing, you know, people like uh, Congressman Goldman, who is Adam Schiff's top guy in Congress. He's now a congressman himself from New York, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make this argument about the definition of evidence. <laughs> it's gone from no evidence to, quote, no direct evidence. So we're just a hair away from their them admitting that, OK, there's plenty of evidence, but <laughs> this was fine. And, and there was no corruption here at all. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Well, but, yeah, the fact that they're upset about it means that there is real evidence. And, that you know, apparently the media covering for the Biden family, including the Hunter Biden laptop right before an election, wasn't enough for them. No. Well, this is their move. Katie Pavlich is on the line. This is their move. Like when we found cocaine in the White House and we were like, hey, could this have belonged to the guy who has all the pictures of himself doing cocaine on the Internet? The White House was like, how dare you? What, what are you talking about? Yeah. Just putting two plus two together here. Just a little logic, a little investigative work, some basic but, common sense, you know, narrowing down some suspects here. But, that, but no, it's probably the workers, the yeah, workers who are coming. Well, clearly. They but that's cocaine <laughs> while they're working on the situation room. But that's how they put it to bed. And you know what's so fascinating about the Biden thing and the Ukraine thing is like if we were to like, all right, just take a step to the right. The way Biden has been caught lying and the narrative has changed, like if you're police and you're investigating a murder, that's actually how they solve the murder. They don't solve it because they have a video of someone killing someone else. They solve it because a series of small lies leads them to look further into what this person was doing right. at the time of the murder. So it's like when he says, no, the laptop's not real. That's like me and you asking a guy, what'd you have for breakfast? Oh, I stayed home and made a Pop-Tart. But we know there's a right. video of him at Waffle House. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you're like, right. well, where'd you go after breakfast? I-, I didn't go anywhere. I was in my pool. But we know he went to the gym, which was a block from the murder scene you know that's what went on here so every one of these little lies that gets proven as a lie brings you a little close to putting him at the scene of the crime and when you're now down to all right he wasn't in business the business wasn't real the laptop wasn't real but it did call in to those meetings on 22 separate occasions not knowing why he was calling in you just like to talk about the weather it's like we're past the point of you know him being at the scene of a crime and that's the part what i think is like it's political (laughs) theater is it not theater it's just theater dude it's complete theater, and we don't need it, – it, the evidence is there. I mean, why does someone use multiple pseudonyms and fake names to communicate with someone? Why is it that Hunter Biden and his, his uncle, Joe Biden's brother, were using burner phones yeah. to come to the White House to talk about the weather? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's like so obvious. That this is happening. And I, I was talking to a friend of mine who used to be a federal prosecutor for DOJ and now works in a private law mm-hmm. firm doing uh, white collar crimes. And she's just like appalled by all of this. She's like, this is like an sh- open and shut case on corruption. Like, yeah. I could have prosecuted this case a million times over. Uh, and it's just so obvious what's going on. You don't have to be a lawyer mm-hmm. to understand that. And there's emails going back and forth from Hunter Biden asking for keys for his dad for his office space. And yet they still pretend like they weren't in business together. And this is why I've been saying for you know two years mm-hmm. that Joe Biden is Hunter Biden's business partner because it's true. And ultimately, <laughs> I'll be proving correct again. Yep. Well, what I think is happening, KP, and I do think this is a real thing is I think the DNC has put out a hit on Biden in the media. Either they have or the Mm -hmm. media has, because I think they want him to disappear because of his age. 
because there's suddenly so much talk about his age and there's so much talk about poll numbers that aren't new polls, meaning like two thirds of the country thought he was too old a year ago. Two thirds of the country didn't want him to run again a year ago. So the fact that they're reporting that in the last like five or six days as if this is a breaking development tells you like someone's given them permission to start acknowledging the reality the rest of us have been living in. Do you think on a small scale that at least the media is trying to whack Biden politically so it doesn't end on Ukraine? Well, I think they're worried about losing to Trump. Mm-hmm. That's sure. what they're doing. I mean, they, they're looking down the road that they, you know, they thought six months ago that they wanted Trump as the nominee mm-hmm. because they thought they could easily beat him. Uh-huh. And now Biden is losing to Trump in some of these polls. And not only is he losing to Trump, he's losing to every single Republican candidate mm-hmm. on, the, on, the, uh, on he's, the menu. He's losing to me. I'm not even on the ballot. He's yeah. losing to me by two. It's margin of error. Yeah, and he can't even see you because you're wearing camouflage. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's what they're worried about, and that's why you're seeing this happening. And it's not just Joe Biden either. It's also Kamala Harris. I mean, yep. you had that Washington Post article or op-ed yep. today basically throwing her under the bus and saying, look, Joe Biden doesn't have the ability to run for a second term. He's done a lot for the country, and Kamala Harris is way more unpopular than he is. So it's time to start with a fresh slate. But we're coming up against this deadline of October for ballot access and for primary access. And that's why you're seeing this crush in the media happening right now. You know what's so fascinating, KP, and we don't even know? I don't have the answer to any of this, but it's like— There are a lot of Democrats doing a lot of forward-facing media, like Newsom's doing a lot right now. Oddly enough, Hillary was at the White House yesterday hanging out. Did you see that? Uh, They're lucky lucky she didn't barricade herself in the Oval. (laughs) Like, I'm president. Uh, But there's food tasters. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem, though. The joke's on her because he only drinks in shore. You know, they're yeah. not giving that guy food. <laughs> she she went out. She went out and poisoned the pasta. They're like, they can't let that guy chew solid food. Are you kidding me? But uh, I, I laugh. Wrong victim. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna kill somebody else. But I, I laugh because you know, behind the scenes, okay, at the very least, these conversations are taking place. Like at the very least, whether he comes off the ticket yeah. or not, you know, you'd be an idiot not to know that that's the case. Uh, if me and you were to speculate wildly, okay, um, let's say we were five drinks in, which I've never done with you. I've done it with your brother, oddly enough, never with you. And that's, 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 that's for your own, it's for your own safety. better Pavlich anyway. Yeah, no, well, either way, nowhere in the world is there a person to be better off if only they spent a night at a steakhouse with me and Kennedy. Like, no one's writing that country <laughs> song. That is, it's not better yeah, for anybody. Not even, not even in Old Town, uh, a town that is powered entirely by pedaling bicycles and beer. Uh, if <laughs> folks, if you're listening around the country and you want to see a girl on a tiara throwing up on a sidewalk, boy, do we have a neighborhood for you. We got a place for you to go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. just one. Jimmy has a list. He's just not giving up all the goods in one, one go here. <laughs> no, we'll get there. Uh, but, <laughs> but, five, but we're five drinks in. Okay. Not six, which you have to have six to rent one of those bicycles. I've been well informed, but say we're five. Okay. We're thinking about renting, renting the alcoholic pedal bicycle. Um, who do you think if he came off a ticket? Because I don't think anyone thinks it's Kamala. So I think it's like somebody like a Newsom. I also mm-hmm. think it could be. Do you think somebody like either Gretchen Whitmer or Amy Klobuchar? Like, who do you think is in the immediate peripheral like line in the weeds? I don't think it's Amy Klobuchar. Okay. She's like super unlikable. Fair. Uh, Gavin Newsom, for sure, even mm-hmm. though he completely you know, he denies it. He's been circling around like a shark waiting for blood yeah. in the water for 
a year. I know. Uh, you have Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker also an option. Yeah. People are upset that, you know, um, uh, Kennedy is <laughs> not being mentioned, even though he's running at 20 percent in the primary against yeah. Biden. But the DNC is going to crush him. Yep. They already have. So it has to be a DNC friendly candidate. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, they've invested so much in it that I just don't see – I don't see Jill Biden allowing them to push yeah, her that, out. That's a really – And therefore, he's yeah. staying in. That is – that's a great point because, like, the thing about Jill Biden is she really likes being president, you know? Yeah. And uh, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, you, know. you know, she th- – this was her only way to get elected. It's like a proxy presidency. And it's it's stupid. It's crazy to watch. Not even stupid. It's crazy because, like, everybody – like, if you saw the Vietnam thing or it was the, you know, the Hanoi press conference, like, they're mm. now playing the president off stage like it's the Oscars and he went too long on his acceptance speech. Did you see that clip? Well, I mean, where they, he- yeah. Give him a break, Jimmy. He said he was going to bed. I mean, that's <laughs> when you start playing the music. It's they, just the way it goes. They, you're telling the president me they were... says, I don't know about you, I'm going to bed. And everybody gets the cue, like, okay, we're all going to bed now. So, they, they, you're telling me that was like a lullaby? They were just like playing him to bed? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Nothing... The other thing, too, that's interesting uh-huh. on the, the Biden thing staying in, you know, whether he'll drop out or, or mm-hmm. stay in, they're in legal trouble now. And, yeah. you know, they don't want to have to pay for lawyers. And they, right now they have the White House counsel defending them and all of the congressional inquiries. Mm-hmm. You know, Biden says he wouldn't hunt a pardon hunter, but that's still something that he's capable of doing if mm-hmm. the special counsel actually decides to do his job mm-hmm. on a lot of these felony charges. So they've got a lot of personal stake in this as well mm-hmm. in terms of how much Joe Biden can do uh, for the family from the Oval Office rather than that's from true. Delaware. Yeah, in terms of protection. We're talking to Katie Pavlich because mm-hmm. uh, that's a good point. Because the other thing I was going to say is – You know, for the people who want him to go away, like say you are the people in the Democratic Party that want to get rid of him. Okay, Uh, there was this situation with Cuomo where Andrew Cuomo, our old dirtbag governor in New York, Hansy Andy. Okay, they knew most people knew that he had committed elder side during the summer of 2020, you know, legal and civil immunity to nursing homes. So they'll take an infected coronavirus patients when that election was over because he was kind of a useful idiot. They were building him up as a means of tearing down Trump. Um, they were so happy to me to him out of town before an investigation could happen into what was going on in the nursing homes and what a lot of people were looking the other way on. So that's where I think there is a motivation to whack Biden over his age without getting into Ukraine and without getting into Hunter stuff. But I guess the point you just made is the Bidens can't let that happen because they don't have the presidential power when they're sitting on the beach. But to be clear, that's the one thing I don't think they would know the physical difference of because most of this presidency has been spent on the beach. You know what I mean? I mean, that's so, true. So it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm just going to go off to Rehoboth Beach now. That really wouldn't seem any different. It'd just be a little less Secret Service protection. But let me ask you one other government thing, Katie Pavlich, <laughs> for real. This is this matters. Did you on some level at least enjoy and laugh at the Jennifer Granholm road trip with the electric cars? Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> I thought it was she gets they get what they deserve. <laughs> I mean, it just was incredible. But the point is, America, this is what they want for you all the time and when you start to accept that these people don't want you going on road trips you understand yep. the whole point of the agenda yep. like they they don't want you to go the point is not to show that the road trip doesn't work mm-hmm. the point is to say we want to trap you where we think you should stay and not venture out it is and that's what the whole point of the agenda is is to keep people from freely traveling where they want to go when they want to go
It is, dude, it is so true, and I laughed so hard. Like, it's so I rare. Was like, it was amazing. I loved it. A I government loved it so much. For the listeners, to get them up to speed, Jennifer Granholm wants the world to see how easy it is to travel in an electric car. The energy so, secretary. Yeah, the energy secretary. Right. So they plot out a trip. Uh, of course, doing this in electric vehicles means they're bringing over a gas-powered vehicle for the ride, you know, just in case. <laughs> Uh, nothing, and then no. they had to call to get the cops called on them. I know, that's the best. So they, they pulled the electric vehicle up to a charger, the only one blocking regular civilians from it forever, <laughs> and then pulled up a gas-powered vehicle to block the peasants <laughs> from bothering them while they recharged this car for hours on end. Uh-huh. And they had the police called on them by a woman and her child <laughs> because they refused to share the one charger within 500 miles. Of wherever they were. It's it's my favorite thing in the world is that someone called the government on the government. It's, it's <laughs> right. so amazing. Federalism. Get these oh, people out of here. It's so good. And, you know, the truth is, and this is the part I find funny, is like there are people listening to this show right now that own electric vehicles as one of two or three vehicles they own. They think they're neat. They like a Tesla. It's their bang-around-town car. They're well-to-do, and they can do such things. But there's another percentage of electric car owners that I would say is a big percentage, which is the self-righteous environmentalist. Correct. And if you think yeah. you're going to block them from their pump, like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> These are, I mean, a, a, an electric vehicle for all intents and purposes is a Karen on wheels. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And if, if Karen's yeah, a pump. a dangerous Karen. Hopefully yes. it doesn't light on fire. <laughs> if Karen's pump is going to be blocked, you damn well better believe she's going to speak to the manager. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no, it's, it's a great story. I, I just, it, it's, it's, it's my just favorite. so perfect. Wow. And, and, you know. Well, I'm just surprised she didn't have a fleet of SUVs following her so she could be whisked away when this inevitably happened. <laughs> the, like the, the Pete Booty Judge Booty thing. Booty Judge where, riding his bike to work. It's the best story in the world. And if people don't know that, Pete Booty Judge drove an SUV to work, got out, unfolded his bicycle, and rode the last mile as if he bikes to work every and day. And said he was biking to work. <laughs> Do you remember being a little kid and thinking the folks who run the government are serious people? Yes, I, I, I did think that. Was that was adorable. And, uh, as an adult, <laughs> I just want to go back to childhood because my dreams have been shattered. <laughs> have they ever? Uh, Katie... uh, we know the inside, and the sausage making it does not look good. No, no, ma'am. I'll let you go recharge your car. We'll talk soon, okay? <laughs> You're the best. Thanks, Jimmy. See talk you to you soon. Back Bye. after this. A show so good, it's hard to describe. It's not a matter of, it's a matter of, you just, oh, in the club, I mean, um, as, as, and, uh, you know. It's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. You know, so, uh. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon getting ready in the next hour for a grown-up talk with North Carolina Representative Greg Murphy, somebody who practices medicine. And we'll be weighing in on the push at the White House to bring back vaccines. It's people with a dirty mind that think like that. Is it ever? We'll talk about it. Talk about your freedom. And uh, we just got some news. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney announcing that he's retiring from the Senate. Mitt Romney. This, of course, a devastating blow to the Democratic Party. So keep them in your thoughts. But old man Mitt says uh, he's skipping town because he's going to be too old at the end of his term uh, to aptly serve this country. He'd be in his early 80s, you know, like everybody else who's sticking around (laughs) in Washington right now. Uh, That being said, Mitt Mom Jeans Romney, leaving town. Get him out of here. Get him out. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. 
There it is. Here we go. Back in action. Big hour coming up of Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, a show where everybody is welcome, regardless of how they vote or what they believe. It. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what color you are. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how dumb you are. No, ma'am. This show, an audio safe space for cool people where everybody is invited uh, because it's America. We have this thing called freedom, especially when it pertains to your speech. So I say it every day to the point of exhaustion. If you listen to this program, you could be a Republican. You could be a Democrat. The only thing we ever ask is that you don't be a there it is. There it is. It's Big Wednesday. I'm in a chippy mood. We're going to talk vaccine stuff for a minute because Fauci's back on TV. And Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom wants us to give him a free pass for all of the crackdowns that were made by his administration during COVID. You shut your mouth, you bastard. But there's an exercise going on right now in revisionist history that we're going to get into right off the tippy top. Uh, because guys like Gavin Newsom want to run for president. OK, I, you know, it's no secret. Two thirds of the Democratic voters don't want Biden to run again. OK, nobody wants Biden to run again, except maybe Jill Biden, who doesn't mind abusing her husband. It's easier than having to spend time with the guy. So she makes him get out there and pretend to be president. She likes being first lady and she does the magazine shoots and all the photo ops and everything in between. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, this guy is wandering out, (laughs) wandering out of ceremonies in the middle of a ceremony. This man needs a retirement home and a warm bowl of soup. A lot of people feel that way. But the point is, if you look at the race for the White House, like the Tour de France, Okay, in the Tour de France, they have this thing called alternates. They dress in the spandex and the helmet and the shirt like they're on the team. And they ride along on a bicycle like they're on the team. Now, they're not on the team technically, but if a rider were to be hurt, if somebody were to go down as an alternate, they get to compete. Okay, right now, given the condition Biden's in both physically and at the polls, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that have thrown on the spandex and started pedaling. Ah, uh, you have a good eye, my man. Because if his bike goes down, and we've seen it before, let's not pretend. I mean, we've actually seen him crash a bicycle. Uh, a lot of these people are primed to step in. So what Gavin Newsom is doing right now is he's addressing what he considers to be his biggest national liability, which is COVID. Okay, if you remember, Gavin Newsom shut down all the restaurants. And then, of course, got caught going out to a restaurant. That's just how white folks will do you. Gavin Newsom shut down all of the public schools and, of course, sent his kids to a private school that remained open. That's just how white folks will do you. Think about that. Okay, Gavin Newsom now wants you to believe, well, it was a fog of war. Things were different if we had it to do over. But none of that holds up. Why? Because we know he was passing laws guidelines that didn't affect him. That's why he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. You were closing schools for our kids while they remained open for your kids. You were closing restaurants for us while they remained open for you. Okay, that's not fog of war. That's just a double standard. Okay, he knows what he's talking about, but he's trying to revise this. A lot of Democrats are, you know, the people who are like, you should be fired if you don't want the vaccine. Okay, you shouldn't be treated If you don't want the vaccine, do you remember that one? Dr. Fauci said that if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices 
about who gets an ICU bed. I don't, that choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. Think about that. Now listen, little boy. Okay, understand, the vaccine didn't block transmission. But Democrats, Jimmy Kimmel, and obviously, you know, people like AOC and Biden and Fauci and everybody, Rochelle Walensky, they were all in favor of firing you from your job if you didn't get a vaccine that, oh, by the way, doesn't work. They were in favor of not treating you in the hospital if there was a bed shortage, if you didn't get a vaccine that, oh, by the way, doesn't work. But did we ever have that conversation that moment of reckoning for the people who did that to us? The answer would be no. Which means they'll get away with this the next time they do it to us. Guys, people are now, we've become so politically divided that people are now willing to destroy those who don't agree with them, whether they can prove they're correct or not. You understand? Firing people from their jobs that didn't get a vaccine that wasn't working is not science. It's some kind of vengeance. It's some type of toxic detachment from humanity that makes you so self-righteous. You believe you yourself should have the autonomy to ruin anybody who doesn't agree with your almighty opinion. But you understand the people that were doing that, they were wrong. They were wrong about the vaccine. They were wrong about the mask. They were wrong about the shutdown. So they don't get the benefit of the doubt. But the reason it's going on is because they're trying an exercise in image rehabilitation. So over the weekend, Chuck Todd hosted his final episode of Meet the Press. And they met the press on that show. Did they meet the ratings? Not exactly. When Chuck Todd took it over, it was the highest rated Sunday show on television. By the time it was over, it had lost 70% of its audience. (laughs) But here is Chuck Todd. And one of the reasons it lost its audience It's just Chuck Todd was a partisan shill. He was somebody that got out there every day and just human shielded for the Democratic Party. They met everything on that show but the truth. Okay, told you Trump was a Russian. That was wrong. Told you Hunter's laptop was fake. That was wrong. You understand? Okay, everything, the vaccine works. That was wrong. The mask work, that was wrong. Got a lockdown. That was wrong. It's It's for the good of the kids that we shut down the schools. Yo, the American Academy of Pediatrics told us we needed to keep the schools open in the fall of 2020. But we shut them anyway because the teachers wanted to stay home and day drink in their pajamas. The teachers union, rosé all day. A lot of good rank and file teachers wanted to go to work because most teachers are great people who want to help kids. Okay, but the executives, it's like the FBI. There's a lot of great people in the FBI. And I'm not just saying that because they're probably monitoring everything I do as a Fox News host. (laughs) There are a lot of great people in the FBI. Maybe not the ones monitoring me, but maybe you guys are just following orders. But the point is, we literally destroyed the education of America's school children because it became a battleground, okay, a battle line in the fall of 2020 over whether or not kids should go to school. Oh, Trump says they should go to school. American Academy of Pediatrics says they're going to go to school. Well, that's racist. You don't care if these kids die. We're shutting down the schools. And they shut down the schools. And kids lost up to a year of academic gains. I love the poorly educated. But do you understand they shut down the schools for your kids? They shut down the schools for my kids and shut down the schools for their kids. Democrats are so full of crap. For real. And that's what that's not what they said, though. They said, oh, no, 
We're shutting down the schools because we're just looking out for these kids. Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Okay, they were sending their kids to school. They were not shutting down schools because they were worried about kids catching COVID in schools. If they were worried about kids setting COVID in schools, they wouldn't have been sending their kids to school. Oh, wow. It's bananas. It's all performance art. Here is Chuck Todd, though, asking Gavin Newsom over the weekend, Final episode of Meet the Press. Should be the final time either of these guys were on TV. Okay, here's Chuck Todd, to his credit, asking Gavin Newsom why he was tougher on churches than he was on Hollywood. What does that mean? It means you weren't allowed to go to church in the spring of 2020. Weren't allowed to go to work. Weren't allowed to go to school. Weren't allowed to go to church. But he allowed Hollywood productions to film. Okay, weren't allowed to go to church. Weren't allowed to go to the hospital if you had a buddy in the hospital. Weren't allowed to go to a funeral if you had a buddy who died, heaven forbid but you were allowed to film a Hollywood movie. Now, it was COVID. I know it was made in a lab, and it was a sophisticated lab, but is it so sophisticated? It knows the difference that between a Democratic event and a Republican event? The answer would be no. Or just like a Democratic event and a life event? The answer would be no. No, this was never science. It was political science. So give Chuck Todd credit for a fair question. Give what ensues next is Gavin Newsom auditioning for a role in the circus. Clip 32. During COVID, um, you, you were pretty strict with the lockdowns here. And uh, it was an interesting piece in Harper's that sort of was critical of your decisions from this perspective. You found a way to allow the motion picture industry and and the the sort of the movie industry to get back to work. But you didn't allow people to grieve together at funerals or at churches. And that it sort of, and that this may be why there's such a polarized disconnect. What, What you prioritize, right, this is this anger between the populace and the elite, supposedly. Here, you prioritize this industry, but, you you know, you were tougher on those that just wanted to go worship. Okay, give him credit there. I admire your honesty. Here's Newsom's response. It's hilarious. Clip 33. What do you say to that, Chris? I think there's a lot of humility, and we didn't know what we didn't know, and it was hardly I. Uh, it was we, collectively. I understand and that. I think all of us, in, in terms of our collective wisdom, We've evolved. We didn't know what we didn't know. We're experts in hindsight. We're all geniuses. But think about what we pri- what, you pri- what you ended up collectively prioritizing. You're prioritizing industry, you know, well, in one, and, and one specific one, but then didn't prioritize maybe ones that whose maybe values you didn't connect with. I don't think it's a binary. There was iterations within that theme. I mean, dude, Gavin Newsom. You are so full of There were. I don't think it's a binary. I think there were iterations in that theme is what he comes up with that's his first iterations into the theme do you speak in english no that's just an absolute filibuster okay no direct response to the question how come hollywood was allowed to stay open but the churches weren't When you respond to that with, well, you know, it's easy to say now. I mean, a lot of things we did, we didn't we didn't know what we didn't know. No, no. In real time, whether you knew it or not, if it wasn't safe to be in one place, then it wasn't safe to be in another. That's the point. Okay, California under Gavin Newsom was literally filling in outdoor skate parks because they said it wasn't safe to go skateboarding outside at Venice Beach. Now, to be clear, there's a lot of health reasons why you shouldn't be hanging out in Venice Beach, (laughs) COVID being the least of them. There's a lot of hobbits and weirdos and everything in between. 
But this wasn't the fog of war. This wasn't not knowing what we didn't know. This was him following the political science over whatever little science we had. Hollywood put him in power. They wanted to shoot while they locked down everybody but themselves. This is a caste system. These are the elites getting their way while the rest of us play by the rules. And he doesn't want to look back at that. But that's why there are more people fleeing his state than any other state in the country. Okay, let me give you the Fauci clip. Fauci was asked about bringing back masks. He tells you we've got these studies that show we've got a lot of data that says masks work. Did he mention any of the studies by name? The answer would be no. Weird. Clip 34. There's a lot of confusion when you take a broad uh, a series of studies and you look at them in a meta-analysis. Only a couple of those studies were specifically looking at COVID. So I think we better be careful that that study that people keep talking about can be very, very misleading. There's a lot of good data that masks work. There's a lot of good data that masks work. This is totally false. He has, is he talking about like Mardi Gras masks? He's talking about Halloween masks, the mask with Rocky Dennis, because he's not talking about masking and COVID because the most comprehensive study we have shows that it didn't work. You understand Fauci was a guy who himself said masks didn't work until he turned around and said they did, only to turn around and say they don't work again. People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And masks are protective. And we but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are. Think about that. OK, that's Fauci. Okay. He should be behind bars. Flat out telling you this is the face of the whole thing. No, no, there's no evidence that masks have an effect. Masks work. Actually, they don't work. Where to? Do you understand the reason why people don't trust public health initiatives is because they changed a thousand times. It was the hokey pokey. Put your whole mask in, put your whole mask out, put your whole mask in and shake it all about. But the real reason nobody wants to give them the benefit of the doubt, oh, that's, you know, just because we said you should be fired from your job, just because we said you should be arrested if you're on the beach in COVID, you know, just because we said the hospital shouldn't treat you, just because we said your kids can't get an education even while we sent our kids to school, doesn't mean you guys should be mad about it. But that's exactly what's going on here. And it's that type of hypocrisy and double standard and lack of just an actual set of balls to own your own behavior, which is why everybody's fleeing Newsom's state. So 
You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. There's another intellectual zero. The governor, Michelle Lujan Grisham, out in New Mexico, okay, asked yesterday about her standing on repealing your Second Amendment rights. Another jackass governor, clip 38. So have, Governor, the Constitution of, the, of New Mexico and the Constitution of the United States, and you're an attorney. Do you think you're on solid constitutional ground here? Well, um, we're going to see. I mean, look, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think I had the right. I have the but right. Where is the right? Where is the In right? The st- oh, shut up, woman. Seriously, you wouldn't do it if you have the right? You don't have the right. Nothing in the Constitution says you can just declare an emergency and take away people's gun rights. Okay, these rights are supposed to be absolute. She tried saying earlier in the week, well, they're not absolute. It's open to interpretation. Okay, here it is, clip 36. I think it's time to talk about the absoluteness of the discussion and the current court actions uh, that suggest that the Second Amendment is an absolute right and none of the others are. And I'm sure you're going to ask me what I think my chances are. And again, if it opens up the door to the kinds of public safety that keep kids safe, I'm willing to take it on. Oh, come on. Just you know. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. It's all theater. But why is she doing that? Why did she go out and try to take away your rights? You see, every politician now is trying to be an influencer. They're just trying to become relevant. They want to be relevant. Clicks, baby. Give me that click. Make me a name. I want to run for office. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to fail their way upward. In the Democratic Party, you can suck at your job. But if you suck at your job and become well-known enough, they'll give you a better job. If you don't believe me, ask Pete Booty Judge or Barack Obama. Don't be thick, all right? It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon fired up to talk to this next guest. Superstar representative from the 3rd Congressional District. He's a House and Ways and Means Committee member, vice chair of the House GOP Doctors Caucus, the only practicing surgeon in Congress. Uh, He might have a take. What do you think? Representative Greg Murphy returns to the show. Hey, man. Hey, buddy. How are you? We're laughing because we've been it's first of all, it's it's weird. But we're talking about covid again. Which is, oh, I know. Yep. They're la- they're launching a show called the Remasked Singer. Not even, <laughs> not even a mask. Now it's a remask. It's it's a di- whole different reboot. But I find the whole thing so funny. And you know, as a guy who's practicing, uh, do you look out at this and give it any merit? Like, what do you see the White House's efforts at? Like, what do you take them as? Well, I you know, Jimmy, I, I, I've always said, uh, you know. During this whole mass fiasco, remember when old Fauci, old Mr. Reliable, honest, tell everything the truth, Fauci, um, <laughs> said you don't need to wear masks at the beginning. And then, of course, flip-flopped. It was flip-flop Fauci, yep. who I will just say this, and I've said this many times before, is singularly responsible. Maybe Walensky some a little bit, too. Singularly responsible 
for so many Americans distrusting now institutional medicine. Absolutely. His arrogance, his flat out arrogance, I know greater than everybody else, um, has really hurt the American public into not trusting what the government has to say about uh, public health issues. That's a great Um, point. It's it's absolutely fact, and he's too damn arrogant to respond to anything like that. He wouldn't come before the doctor's caucus and meet with us. Really? Um, No, of course not. Of course not. Why would he? People in the room just as smart as he are. He was that just about medicine. That you know, he's not going to he's not going to do that. But um, you know, here it's very interesting. When I go back to North Carolina and I see patients, um, there are some still individuals that still have never stopped wearing masks. And, you know, and if that's what makes them feel good in their heart, so be it. That's fine. Yeah. You know, I don't ever say anything to about it. I don't ever give them a hard time or anything like that. I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But to, for the fact that now institutions are pushing masks, and I heard there was one school in Atlanta mm-hmm. that was now doing this absolute nonsense. We need to go back to the strategy that has been the one strategy which we have always held is that if you are symptomatic or you are near somebody who could be, uh, you know, really, truly harmed by COVID, yeah, put a mask on. It's probably not going to change too much in the big scheme of things as far as population goes, but it may be something for the individual. But for these mandates to come down again, I, I think the American public is just going to say, hell no, we're not going to do it, and we're not going to listen to a damn thing you say anymore about COVID yeah, because yeah. the lockdowns didn't work, the lockdowns didn't change anything, all they did was bankrupt businesses and ruin our kids' education for generations to come. So, yeah. that, that is the part that drives me to- crazy. We're talking to North Carolina Representative Greg Murphy. Is there's like an indifference to the kids because, like, when it comes to school, okay, so much of the visual experience impacts their learning process. You know, what just reading lips, visual cues, smiles, frowns, everything in between. And they just never cared. And it's crazy to me uh, because, you know, I understand there's things you're going to be cavalier about. But I don't to the best of my knowledge, this is the first generation of politicians on the left that were this indifferent to how things affected the kids. Yeah, that's absolutely. And and it was a point blank fact, Jimmy, mm-hmm. that this was going to affect kids learnings and that. You know, the, the crazy woman who held it, uh, who headed the teachers union mm-hmm. for her to sit there and pretty much tell Dr. Walensky at the CDC point blank, word for word. This is what I want policy to be. Yeah. And they put teachers actually unsubstantiated fears above that of their future of their students and absolutely ruined beyond repair the kids abilities to learn. And um, we're going to see that for years to come. For years to come, kids showing up at college, it's not like a lot of them don't do anyway, <laughs> fully unprepared. Yeah. And um, I rest it quite, again, I did the medical part on Fauci's shoulder. I rest this on the uh, Democratic politicians and ruining education. A hundred percent, man. And it's crazy to me because what's happening now is there's this revisionist history where people were fired from jobs. People were thrown off of social media. And now they're all saying, well, you know, we didn't know what we didn't know. But the one, you know, challenge flag you've got to throw there is like a lot of people that were pushing to shut down schools had kids in private schools that were still going to get to go. So this wasn't so much a we didn't know what we didn't know so much as that, well, it doesn't affect me anyway. Well, it's it's don't it's 
say what uh, it's to believe what I say, not what I do. So true. Um, and that's been the absolute mantra of the Democratic Party. It is what Biden's saying now about Bidenomics. The world's crashing around him. Hey, everything's great. Isn't is it? what he's saying. But Isn't it's really it? so uh, so hypocritical uh, um, of the Democrats these days uh, about that issue. Yeah, You're right. right. Some sent their kids to private schools. Private schools have skyrocketed. Yep. Skyrocketed in their enrollment. Yeah, like because, uh because of this one issue. Yeah, I know. Listen, I if the Democrats are smart, they'd be getting a kickback at this point. Nobody's made a nobody's made a better case for school choice uh, than the people. Yeah, doing all the things they're doing in in public schools right now. It's pretty nuts. Uh, You know, another thing I was going to get into because it kind of made its way through your state briefly. uh, (laughs) Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm planned out this big trip with electric vehicles, and uh, she was going to make her way on down to Georgia. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, you know, they had a hard time getting their hands on chargers. So they used some gas powered vehicles to hold some pumps for them so they wouldn't have to wait in line like commoners, like the rest of us. But I found the whole thing laughable because it, you know, it ended with someone calling the cops on them and everybody else. But the, I bring this up because the question I wanted to ask you is Are Democrats being honest? Uh, are the climate people writ large being honest with the American public about the a logistical ability to convert to green energy as quickly as they think we're going to? Because I don't believe we could wean ourselves off fossil fuels at the rates they're proposing without actually killing people when it comes to heating homes and cooling them. Absolutely not. And, you know, uh, Gavin Newsom was like, don't turn off your air conditioners so you can charge your cars. Um, we saw, you saw people with uh, Honda generators inside of their um, – their electric vehicle so that they could charge it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in the cold, guess what? The cold, the, the batteries and everything don't work. Hello, is that something new in Alaska where they have tricklers on their, uh, or up in Minnesota where they have tricklers on their batteries during the winter anyway? Yep. It's an absolute farce. And, Jimmy, even if we turned everything electric today, we don't have the infrastructure to handle it. And all we do, and I'm going to take this back to a national security issue, mm-hmm. all we do is, again, make this entire country beholden to our greatest, and I'm not even going to say adversary. I'm going to call them an enemy because they kill Americans every day with fentanyl, mm-hmm. our, our greatest enemy. We, li- we give our country away to them. But, but you know, Secretary, um, you know, uh, uh, Barry, oh, no. Yeah. Kerry, Kerry, Kerry. I'm I'm, John Kerry. um, You know, he he lives in this world of butterflies and uniforms, (laughs) thinking that we're going to reverse the whole world if everybody drove a Prius, (laughs) or if everybody drove just an electric vehicle. It's absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense. And in the meanwhile, we're killing the American economy, and we're going to kill people too because when when the electricity goes out. Yeah, no one's having that conversation, and it's crazy to me because there's two points. But we're made. having it, Jimmy, yeah. but, the, but the mainstream media won't listen. No, they won't touch it, but that's the part I don't think it's, – it's, it's really weird because I think what happens in our politics now is no, we're not scaling. And what I mean by scaling is, okay, the fact that China's our biggest geopolitical foe and we're doing so many things internally that empower them and weaken us – Like, if we were just looking at this like sports, okay, if I run the Yankees and my arch nemesis is the Red Sox, and every time I make a trade or I sign a free agent, it actually helps the Red Sox, at some point the Yankee fans are going to speak up. But in this instance, the Yankee fans don't even know what's going on. Right. Absolutely true. It's it's really sad because the 
you know, the Chinese are in, in our energy and everything, solar, um, wind power, you name it. And um, we're just running along oblivious, worrying about which sex you're going to be or whether you need reparations or whether you're a victim or what. And we're being basically eaten up by the rest of the world. We're being hollowed out in the middle. And people don't see it. No, it's it's nuts. We're talking to North Carolina Representative Greg Murphy. You know, when you mention all the gender politics they're throwing at little kids right now, you know, as someone who practices medicine, you know, I think the argument we're making on the right is anybody above the eighteen above the age of eighteen can do whatever they want to their body. But as people who's served as both parents and in your case in the medical field, I mean, isn't the most reasonable thing you could do allow the is allow the kid time to develop and grow into their body before making a life altering decision? Well, I, I believe first of all, and I've said I've said this before, and I'll say it again: any physician who does that on a child, unless it's a congenital anomaly, some um, chemical disorder, which you know, mm-hmm. as a urologist, there's a a four inch thick book called Intersex about these things. Okay, but any. Any physician who does this is absolutely violating their oath as a physician, number one, and two, committing malpractice. Any parent that allows their child before the age of reason, before 18, really should be even longer, mm-hmm. to do something like this is, is child abuse. It's point-blank child abuse. And, you know, we all what, – what, what, what were we supposed to do with girls who were tomboys growing up, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So they like playing, you know, softball with yep. the boys and doing all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you slap, uh, you know, external male genitalia on somebody or do you do something else and, and do bubble mas- double mastectomies on them? It's absolute child abuse. I appreciate you saying it because no one's having that honest conversation that what happens to these kids is they've got a lifetime supply of surgeries now. They've got a permanently altered body, and they have all of this because of an impulse they had as a child, not to mention the fact that that impulse was foisted upon them a lot of times by adults who had that agenda. And the way they restructure these arguments now is, you know, they position as well, this is gender affirming, but I would argue it's agenda affirming. Well, I, I agree, and we used to call it uh, sex change operations, yep. and now it's affirming, mm-hmm. which is a psychological term. You know, okay. in some instances, and and I'm just going to be very plain about this. Was this is a, uh, the sad thing is, uh, some of these folks that suffer from what I'm going to call gender dysphoria, they mm-hmm. don't like the gender that they're in, have such tough psychiatric issues. Mm-hmm. We're treating psychiatric psychiatric issues with a scalpel. That's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. Or with some shots um, or puberty blockers, which is different for hormone treatment. Puberty blockers, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's a girl, it seals their epiphyseal plates and all of a sudden they're short. Mm -hmm. Um, And and for a a boy, it creates such other issues. It's just absolute insanity, insanity that we're trying to turn into reality things that are unreal. Um, This is what's happening today with the far left. And they're just... Basically going against every every moral law of any type of foundation of what's been natural law for thousands of years. Yeah, spot on. I appreciate the honesty as always. Uh, it is time for our obligatory barbecue reference. Uh, uh, I knew it. <laughs> no, you knew it was coming. It's, we have to have one. People people are betting on this in Vegas now. It's become a thing they whenever, you're, whenever you're on the show. Uh, I wanted to ask you this. We never had this conversation. We're a few months removed from Thanksgiving. When you're down in Carolina on Thanksgiving, are they smoking a turkey or are they deep frying it? 
they're deep frying, buddy. Ooh, that uh, now, look, I, the Murphy family, uh, my wife is an excellent cook. She still uses this old-fashioned thing called a stove. Ooh. And right now, on top of the stove, we actually have gas burners. Oh, my God, don't tell the FBI. Um, <laughs> You're but, on a watch list. <laughs> but uh, I'm on so many watch lists. Hell, I, uh, my watch lists need watch lists. <laughs> and so um, – uh, no, we use the traditional. We do not do the deep frying, which I have a lot of friends, a lot of folks that do. Mm-hmm. The real dangers are when they do it, one, inside, and two, they put a frozen turkey in. That's you, where explosions occur. Right. Thankfully, the, okay. thankfully the, word's, uh, the word's gotten out that that's not a good thing. All right. Yeah, defense wins championships, right? Amen. <laughs> Amen. No one Absolutely. To, no one told my New York Giants they let up 40 on Sunday, but uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah. Uh, There's always next year, right? <laughs> Don't do that to the fans this early. It's only week one. Uh, <laughs> but I appreciate talking to you in the candor as always. Uh, we'll do it again. Okay, man? Great, buddy. Be Take well. care. Thanks. My man, Representative Greg Murphy. Did you hear what he just told you, by the way? Is a guy who actually is a member of the Doctors' Caucus. Okay, if you are performing a sex change on a child, you can call it gender-affirming care. It's a sex change. If you're performing that on a child, you're violating your oath. That is his position. He's not saying that as a politician. He's saying that as a doctor. Okay, because they're not telling you the truth. Okay, you take a kid. Okay, kids can't get boob jobs. Kids can't get tattoos. Okay, kids can't get their nose pierced. Okay, because they don't have, they're not developed intellectually enough to have the autonomy to choose for themselves. That's why they have parents and or legal guardians. That's why there's something called custody. The reason someone gets custody of a kid is because a kid isn't developed enough to have full operating custody of themselves. Okay, but understand in this instance, there are Democrats and doctors that are now taking the, wow, no, a kid wants to chop his junk off because everybody at school told him he was a girl, so we'll just let him do that. Okay. Oh, no, this surgeon, and why are the surgeons doing it? Why are they on board with this sort of thing? Money, 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 money. Same goes with the people selling the kids the pharmaceuticals. Wow, we got to give them the puberty blockers. Money, 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 money. But is anybody looking out for the kids? Of course not. And I'm telling you, you need to stay on the gas when it comes to this issue because as you learned with shutting school, kids down from schools, as you learned with vaccinating kids, as you learned with masking kids, okay, their agenda is more important than your kids. He's a lousy dad, but he's right. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. I enjoyed it. It was an unbelievably interesting experience. There it is, Fox Across America, bottom of the ninth on this here show. Uh, If you're on the East Coast, October 13th, get tickets to my stand-up special, damn it. It's at the Paramount, Paramount, New York, NY, ParamountNY.com. We also are announcing new dates, Friday night, uh, excuse me, Saturday night, December the 16th, at the Palm Beach Kennel Club in West Palm Beach. We're doing some comedy Hanging out at Mar-a-Lago afterwards with Lara Trump. It's going to be a wild weekend. You better be there. Uh, Those tickets are on sale now. The Palm Beach Kennel Club, Saturday night, December 16th, down in West Palm Beach. Uh, Helena, Montana, Friday night, October the 27th. Idaho Falls, Saturday night, October the 28th. I'd love to see you guys. If you come out to these events, uh, the one kick I get out of it is that you see what you're a part of. 
Okay, radio kind of has this thing where we're all hitmen going our own way, like ships passing each other in the night and that whole thing. But when you see who else is listening, you feel so much better about yourself because you go like, wow, everybody here is cool. What the hell's the host's problem? <laughs> Kidding. Uh, but, yes, we are doing something very unique in the media, which is, uh, you know, not selling you agitation. We're just trying to have a reasonable discussion about the country. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of that going on right now. That's the sad reality of our time. Uh, so our vow to you uh, remains in check. Tomorrow we will be on Fox & Friends first at 5.52 Eastern time. I will be on a live audience episode of Hannity tomorrow night, which means if you're watching closely on TV, you'll see me throwing some footballs into the crowd, probably breaking stuff. This could be a problem. If you saw that clip, I didn't break anything. What happened was, this is a real story. Live TV, we're going to commercial. Hannity hands me a football the way he always does at the end of the hit. And I let one go into the crowd. And literally, like an old lady dives to pick off the ball, like pick sixes it and clotheslines another woman just to get a freaking football. It's a passionate bunch here at Fox News, I tell you. Illegal hands to the face. The show's over. Pay up and get out. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.